Hey everybody, it's Bill with Trident Wargaming, and I'm with my co-host Andy. Hey, hey everyone. And you're about to settle in for a nice horse heresy episode. So while you're getting ready, you know, grab your clippers and your scalpel. And if you don't have it, I'll wait. Just give yourself a second. And I lied because we're not actually waiting. Uh, so jumping right into this sweet, sweet episode. <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about the weekend. I know normally we open up with some hobby progress, some stuff. Uh, if you were following along with the socials, you know what was going on. My friend Monty uh -huh. here, he was busting his ass and he got scars to a point of they're all painted for the event, ready to go. And yep. yeah, you know what, Monty, tell us, tell us all about your trial uh, and tribulations. So, so um, bringing out the, uh, the, the bikes out of the, uh, you know, underground parking, uh, taking the dust off of them and everything. So we had, uh, you know, there was a couple of things that happened. A couple of players couldn't make it. Things changed, you know, all the time with events. Um, so I kind of had, I had to fill in and, uh, unfortunately the thousand suns weren't quite ready to make presents. Um, but the white scars were almost there. So another, maybe I think it was about know, a week and a half, two weeks or so. I had to kind of get the army up and running and to the point of playability on the battlefield just with you know painted models and stuff right because don't want to be showing up with just grayscale so well and there's uh, a I would have had my head right fully painted so, event yeah would have been like yeah. hey fuck out of exactly. here exactly exactly right? rattle cabin so white in the parking lot before you start playing yeah exactly <laughs> hit him with a red streak and just go um so essentially all projects were off the table uh brought out the white scars and first off there was like a fair bit of a repair job on a few of them that I had to do. Um, sadly, I couldn't find the bits, which I think I threw out <laughs> as, as I was, uh, you know, yelling at Bill about. Um, but yeah, I got them all assembled, got stuff repaired, made some custom bikes, made some custom characters um, all ready for the event and stuff, and then got my, actually more than just the three colors on, um, you know, like I'd say probably maybe 10% of the army that wasn't really complete. So, um, yeah, got them up and running and, and put them on the board and had a blast with them actually at the event. So a little rusty, but, uh, it was fun playing them again. So good change. And everybody kind of was coming over and checking them out. You know, I tend to play like the obscure legions that nobody else plays, right? Thousand suns, you know, white scars. Um, especially locally, so. But very yeah, true, that was uh, that was a couple of uh, weeks. the The long weekend we had uh, for Easter was uh, essentially doubling down and just, you know, hands, head, everything into the grindstone, kind of just working that those miniatures and the paints and spilling a couple of things here and there, and you know, boxes and bits everywhere, that kind of things. Yeah. It's uh, never, uh, it's not a tournament or an without crunch time, you know? Well, that's just it. That's always the, it's an age old tradition that is it mm -hmm. really a tournament if you're not painting until midnight, one o'clock, until the morning before. And uh, I've, I've been there many a times 
And every time I'm in that process doing it, you might even be doing it right now as you listen to this. You tell yourself, I'm never going to do this again. I'm not going to fuck up again. Next event, I'm going to be ready. Yeah, right. You're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) You're a liar. Uh, We all lie, right? We all tell ourselves after this event, because I got it to a certain point, I'm going to finish them. I'm going to get them ready to go. Uh, Armin and I had this exact same talk. And you know what? I didn't get that shit ready until it was crunch time to go to LVO. Mm -hmm. And I was cursing past Bill for being lazy. Just like future you, pretty much. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> just like future you will curse you out from now. Yeah, so. I'll put a reminder on this video. Just clip this. I'll remind myself the next time. Yeah, pop up on feed or something. <laughs> but, so just yeah, just no. The, it, way. the nice thing about it, uh, and, well, a couple beautiful things about it is by coming in and filling that spot, you didn't have to have anybody else kind of get cut or sit out or whatever. Right. It's true. It is true. You know, would have been nice to kind of walk around and, and do a lot more pictures and stuff and all that stuff. Yes, of course. Promoting, you know, the the, the tournament and event. Um, luckily, you know, Bill was able to do a majority of that too. Yeah. But uh, playing playing it again, it's been, been good. Yeah. But having other players play and be able to play and then enjoy that experience. And then the, the other thing that's great about it is now they're at those models are at a state now and I have that bug where now I'm going to complete them. Right? So I'm going to take the next few next steps and work on these units and get them completely done so that they are ready for next time and just keep adding to to the army and and you know go into more detail and stuff, right? So just make rem- things nicer. Just remember what we said 45 seconds ago. What? telling ourselves we're gonna get it done we're gonna yeah this is like a this is it this is this is like an alternate universe happening right now (laughs) so (laughs) the warp the warp is hitting me (laughs) for context uh yeah i got uh, monty to jump in and play and i also had to play for the first day um Mm -hmm. basically we had a drop we filled it uh had a drop slash kind of ticket transfer got that filled too then i had another drop and I reached out to a couple people. This was getting close to the like crunch time, right? And uh, it didn't really have enough stuff ready to go. Uh, so I got Andy to jump in and basically like, yo, you're on deck. And then, oh, fuck, there's another last minute drop. And like morning of almost. And all right, I'm on deck now. Um, so I had my army ready to go, kind of. It was packed in a tray just in case. But my intent was not to play at all. Uh, I was happy. I was happy I did get to play. And I did get to interact, you know, uh, threw down against Ezra and his Iron Warriors, which was really good. Um, but TOing and then running, you know, events with 30 people is can be stressful uh, just because you want to, you know, run around, let everybody know how much time you've got left. You also want to make sure everyone's having a good time. But it, it was it was fairly, uh, fairly easy going with questions and uh, not a lot of stuff came up. Um, which is good. Um, kudos to the, like, uh, to the crew that played. Yeah, it seemed like everybody would have a good time with it. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, and some good matchups, man. Yeah, it was nice. Really was good matchups. Nice. It was nice. Um, big shout also to uh, everyone who traveled out for the event. 
you know, we had people from Calgary, and we had a large crew that came down from BC, uh, including three quarters of Boys of the Golden Throne. So shout out, boys! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, you know, it was super awesome to see everybody come down as a crew get together. You get kind of get the two different groups gelling and you know uh, getting rounds in and playing games, which was great. Lots of uh, beers and laughing. Uh, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the event itself, honestly, was pretty pretty smooth in terms of uh, the way the missions went, the way the games were played. Uh, to start it off, like so, the mechanics that I've been talking about with having the Planetary Empire tiles set up, uh, three Planetary Empire tiles uh, were formed to make one territory quote-unquote and essentially i had seven territories all joined together in the middle and then i had nine other territories in groups of either um six or three all kind of spaced around which were like my outer territory continents and the intent of the inner circle was to make those more competitive stronger games just because as we know um there is sometimes a bit of a identity crisis with lists and just the way the armies might translate. Uh, so that was if you wanted to play a little harder and you weren't sure where you were at, that was a good place to start. And then for the guys who just other side of the spectrum, just want to roll dice, play games, have fun. Don't really care about, you know, win loss and like win loss wasn't really the thing either. The only reason I needed to actually track that was just to see who, who was taking the territory. I needed four, out of seven wins to lock down this one and award 10 campaign points to loyalist traders. That's the only really thing I cared about. I did keep tra- track of the winner's VP only in the sense that if it was a deadlock tie, I would then refer to VP to see what faction was actually kind of in the lead. Uh, but right. other than that, it wasn't really necessary. Um, the deployment mechanic, we started off with just traders deploying first. So everybody uh, got to gather around, build some hype, place one of your models on a tile and all the tiles had a little correlating um, token with it to tell you what table number you were playing on, which I tried to paint the tiles to match the tables, which is kind of cool. Put you on the spot, I guess, Andy, how did you find that mechanic of dropping and seeing the armies kind of start to deploy as loyalists and picking their opponents in that first round? So, uh, so, you know, ultimately myself first seen it, like I, st- I actually stalled, uh, on the first one just to kind of see where everybody was putting stuff down and you seen those grudge matches, you seen those, mm-hmm. you know, uh, iron warriors, imperial fists, blood angels, world eaters, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and you also seen guys like try to reach out and play other individuals that they may have not played yet or. Um, they just know they have a good time with in a, in a game sense, right? Um, so I thought it was it was a good way to to get the hype going. People were pretty excited, you know. They got their miniatures and they're they're kind of checking out the scene and stuff like that, um, just to see where they're going to deploy, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like myself, my first drop, um, I ended up going against one of our locals here, who uh, Chris there, who just has. A huge imagination and whatnot for the heresy and like always has a fun time playing right um so i was like you know what i haven't played this guy in forever i'm doing it right boom 
right? So it was really, I think that was a really, really good way of doing it uh, in a sense that it's slightly random as, as possibly randomly can be because sometimes you don't know whose miniature that is until you actually meet the person, right? There were several instances of, isn't that yours? And you're like, oh, yeah, man, exactly, right? Like, oh, fuck. It's like the Dark Angels, <laughs> right? It's like, isn't that Armin's? No, man. Yeah, I think <laughs> there's three you know? Dark Angel players floating around. Yes. Yeah. And they all had so, nice looking armies. Uh, so it was crazy to see on the exactly. on the display so, tiles. And the cool thing is is how you had just mentioned that you um, paired up the tiles to your tables. I actually noticed it right away. As soon as I dropped against Chris on the first one and I went over to the table and I seen the other tables around me, I recognized, oh, that's the, that's the ice planet. That, like, that's the ice tile. That was like right beside me. That's the table, right? Like, yeah. and I started, then I started looking at the numbers and the tables and start, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This works. This works. This is really good. So I really like that mechanic. Um, it makes it for interesting, really interesting games. Uh, also the fact that, you know, uh, like you said, you can dedicate territories um, with, you know, more points, but also letting players know, hey, if you're looking for like a stronger game, this is kind of the territory you want to drop in. Or if you're, you know, not so much, you want to have an easier game or just a laid back more kind of thing, whichever the case may be, these territories are what these are for kind of thing, right? So guys who just want to play and just have a good time and play different, you know, you, you have the choice. The player has the choice of where they want to go, right? So, uh, which is awesome in my opinion. Like, I'm probably going to be stealing that and using it for bolt action or something, you know, Please down the do. road, right? Please um, do. And then however you had the, uh, you know, with your portfolio of files of papers and tracking that you do on your oh, computer, uh, on your laptop, your... <laughs> My pile of fucking Your, your pile of, of, yeah. So I had this rolled up, sweaty pile of paper that you would probably swap flies with against the windows and shit all weekend. <laughs> and uh, it would have been easier to have like a spreadsheet built, you know, have a little bit of logic built in, just type some numbers, pa, 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 pa. but uh, no. Down the road. Down the, down the road, yeah. And but, honestly, uh, like for being able to play and also having to, you know, TO and just be pissing around with everything, I was like, pen and paper, baby, you know. Yeah, it worked. That's, I know there was a, a couple fast. guys who were asking you about it, right? Like, how are you, how are yeah. you tracking it, or how are you scoring it, or this or that, right? And you, you know, give them the little spiel. But yeah, um, yeah it worked out great, and uh, it's a it's a great idea. And I know we had a big conversation about it uh, a little later in the day, of you know, for future things to to do little improvements, which will. Um, keep under the veil for now but uh, absolutely absolutely that's know. that's not only do i do i love running the events to you know create something and bring people together and enjoy the energy and the atmosphere in that particular spot but i i absolutely love having the missions and the mechanics that i set up in place stress tested to the absolute max because mm -hmm. you can plot and plan and tweak and do all that bullshit, but it doesn't mean anything until you actually throw it at players. And you're like, here goes, guys. Fuck with this. See how you do. Because if, if they're going to break yep. it, 
they're going to break it and you'll know really damn quick. Um, yeah. Very happy to say, so out of a, out of a total of five rounds, uh, first rounds we started, traders actually did really well. They stomped it back. Boom. Great. Loyalist round two swung it back. Traders round four took it. Loyalists round, um, round sorry, round three and then loyalists in round four. And then it was this tie practically, which was 58 to 56, uh, moving into our game five, which was basically the final deciding factor. Um, the, the nice thing about just each mission, how it played and the way it scored and just the way the uh, territories were taken, it gives me a lot of stuff to take back and I know what I can polish now to make better. And it's just this continuation of everything evolves, gets better, throw it out there. You know what? This works, that works. This doesn't work. Fix it, continue. And that's kind of something I, I, I really do enjoy just playing with. It's it's nice to create stuff that players can also enjoy at the same amount of energy that you have creating it. But when it actually works and it works well, it's fun to watch it all unfold. Yeah. You know, there was no dumpster fire happening. It wasn't like, oh my God, guys, traders have blown it out for three turns and I don't know how to balance this to make it fun. It was like so swingy back and forth. It, it, I don't think it could have gone any better, honestly. So I just like, uh, just, just kind of like in sometimes there's some missions where, you know, it's going one way and then it just all of a sudden flips to the other way, you know, and it's, it's just right at that moment where it's so close that the next few plays kind of make the game. Right. Yeah. So, Absolutely. which is nice, nice to see that in, 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 uh, this style of uh, campaign slash like event, you know, precursor kind of thing. Right. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was good planning for it. And, uh, I know hearing a lot of the guys mention that they like how these missions are, you know, there's, there's a lot of the victory points and whatnot that you have to try to go after and, and the objectives and the scoring. So, you know, there was a, there was a few uh, games where it kind of just went one way, but, uh, that's just the the nature of of the beast, right? Nature of the game itself. Yeah. Um, in any game, that is, it happens. Um, but yeah, overall, like it seemed like everybody was having like a super great time. Um, There's a lot of hooting and hollering. People are having a blast. You know, they got some pretty cool swag. Prizes were great. Yeah, the swag. You know? The swag was pretty. Uh, was pretty legit. Was at great. least, at least I thought. Um. Just to kind of touch base on that, basically every player that signed up and showed up for the event, they end up getting a uh, dog tag uh, with a either kind of like that, what is it, light, kind of like a light blue, metallic blue uh, Loyalist style with the Aquila on the front. And then, yep. you know, Iron with out 2023. Had to think about that for a second. And then uh, the Loyalist <laughs> or the Traders had a red one, Eye of Horus, obviously. Uh, same thing, Iron without. 2023 uh from there everyone got a campaign badge so it was for desperation uh which was the planet that we were fighting on and then uh had yeah fratricide and the ghoul stars on the bottom pretty legit uh big shout out andrew hollis hooking me up with the uh smart work getting some heraldry stuff done for me uh it was much appreciated man uh everyone everyone was digging those patches yeah man and honestly uh super sweet I wish I had a kind of like a fabric case that I could actually stick that on, 
might have to pin it on somewhere or just anything like that. Oh, I'm sure you can grab something. Yeah, something, I'm sure. So, And, uh, and then everybody also got six objective tokens, 40 mil, uh, from uh, oh. the Warriors Lodge, uh, numbered one to six. So that was for our, our local group. And the nice thing about really wanting to kind of share these, yeah, they're beautiful. Like, if, if you're looking on the YouTube video, like, check that out. And if you're not, honestly, you've seen, you've probably seen pictures. I'll upload more. Uh, on the socials, but they, they are beautifully done. Um, and now, honestly, that was to share something from our local with these like-minded people that traveled and that are part of, you know, they're now part of our Warriors Lodge where we all get to play games together and uh, come and congregate. Uh, you know, I had a guy, Big Shout Ben, came from BC, stayed with me for the weekend. Uh, he's, you know, in the group, very active. We met at a few events, solid guy. Uh, but he also gets, you know, he gets a part of that. The boys from BC all get a part of that. We all kind of get to have this group now that can bounce around and we have st war stories to tell and grudge matches to fight in the future, oh, yeah. which is just killer. Also, uh, just really off topic. Speaking of killer, uh, Ben, you weren't lying. Those super saturation uh, beers were are pretty delicious. I'm uh, having the last <laughs> one you left in my fridge. So thank you, sir. <laughs> um but it just, yeah, it, that was just a little swag bag pack, basically, when you walked into the event, which is really cool. Uh, at the same time, I was selling packs of Trident Dice at the event, and uh, they were gone in 30 seconds. I did not have enough. Um, most of, most of the... Yeah, yeah. A bunch of local guys uh, grabbed them, and then the BC boys just hit me up, man, and just rolled by that table, and they were gone. I was like, wow, that's, that's But not awesome. the fear. Bill has more coming. Yes, yes. That same day, I placed an order for 500. So they are coming. Do not fret. Uh, they look awesome on the table, too, by the way. Like, they're nuclear green, and, like, you can see them from a mile away. So it's oh, yeah. uh, for gameplay. And they roll nice. Killer. Now, I had some people cursing me. They're like, these dice are shit. And then other guys are like, oh, they're hot as fuck. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> on the spectrum, I don't know. I don't make them. Um, they're by Chessex, though. They're they're nice. So they they meshed in with my nuclear green dice that I already had yeah. previous. Yes, you do. And they meshed in with it. I was like, oh, I got lots That's of perfect. these now. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Um, so no, it's good. Like the the deployment and everything was a lot of fun to do. I, I tried to make that as interactive as it could be. There are some things mm -hmm. that I want to polish on it now, um, but nice. once once I get that all sorted, we'll we'll bring it out. Um, and then at the so, end of the event, mm -hmm. we ended up having uh, a best painted army for Loyalist and Trader, and then a best single model for Loyalist and Trader, and then Sportsmanship Coolest Player Award. And then we had some mm -hmm. random uh, boxes. We basically worked our way up to a bunch of uh, door prizes uh, held with raffle tickets, um, which everybody got a ticket for their just attending the event. And anybody who was a runner-up in any of those uh, categories that I mentioned for prizing, uh, received an extra ticket just for their efforts. Because I think, you know, runners-up, it's nice to be acknowledged at least you were that close, right? So I, I thought that was kind of a nice way to hit that. And uh, it was pretty good. Uh, Dan, one of our friends locally, I don't know, he had some fucking psychic shit going on. I don't know what the fuck was up with that. I was doing a draw for Scorpius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't want it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I, I pulled out his ticket and he's already got four. He doesn't need any more Scorpius. Yeah. And I was like, what the, he's like, no, pull someone else. I was like, 
how? Like, how the hell does that work? Yeah, that's very true. I think everybody was just like, yeah, the look on my face, everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, it was super weird. It was pretty good. It it was funny. But the nice thing about it, the community is, is like that Dan was like that, but there was a, there was a couple other guys who were like, draw again, like do this for somebody else. I already got something, you know, like do do for somebody else. Right. I got enough rhinos. I don't want that thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, which shows, you know, like the, the just how awesome these guys are in in the community. And they just, it's, it's just great. It's great to see. gives you a nice fuzzy feeling inside, you know? Um, but it's it's great to see that. Yeah. It's, it's great to see that the players are even sharing that enjoyment part of it too. Right. So, yeah. So that's good to see. And it's, it's just going to get better and better. Right. And absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty confident there'll be more and more players as well as, it gets out there, pictures get out there, you know, uh, the guys start talking about the events and everybody starts bouncing back and forth from each event. It'll be, yeah, it'll be really good. Yeah. The balls, the balls in our court now, uh, boys of gold throne are actually holding a, uh, event here come November 4th and 5th and they're teaming Mm -hmm. up with, uh, BB miniatures and, uh, they're doing a really big special weekend and I am going to be grabbing myself a ticket. I think they go on sale on April 29th, he said. 28th? 29th? Um, I'll get details. We'll throw it in the description. Uh, throw some links in there so you can check it out. But yeah, definitely, you know, look forward to going down there and then, you know, causing a ruckus in their hood. Um, you know, obviously bring some of the warriors from the lodge to come like out. What, five, six months away? Yeah, we got lots of time. So two weeks prior to get the army done. Yeah, so that's good. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I got a lot of shit to do. I should do it now, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, for we'll sure. We'll do it later. So, um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be excellent. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the groups kind of bounce back and forth and uh, uh, grow and kind of prosper in their own little way. So I think that'll be great. For sure. Be great. So. Uh, moving in to kind of a different part of the segment here. So this is kind of like the latest, um, latest kick kits, latest news, just things that have kind of been happening. Uh, mm-hmm. it's been a little while since we've kind of deep dived into just shit going on. Uh, you know, if you've been keeping up, they released the semi kind of makeshift rules for the bound demons, uh, which I actually fought against Samus this weekend. I didn't fight against any brutes, but I fought Samus and, uh, he I was, fought some brutes. He was tanky. He was doing his thing. Uh, he managed to hold out against a chaplain in Tartarus terms with Thunderhammer gauntlet shields for long enough for Lorgar to come crush my dreams. So Yeah, I was surprised to see Samus. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, was like, it was cool. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen him on the board. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's big. Yeah, <laughs> and he is the man beside you. So that was, that was a lot of fun um, seeing him there, but... You know, they've also dropped a couple different upgrade kits now for existing. So the Aquatier Bombard, they ended up doing like a plastic Sponson run, which is yeah. okay, I guess. I know there's been a lot of salty bitching about, you know, tanks and Thursday on Horse Heresy reveal days and stuff like that. And Granted, I won't lie. Like, yes, I would like to see more infantry. It'll come in time. Uh, then they ended up doing the latest uh, campaign book reveal. 
and uh, mm. there was a bunch of hype for that. Uh, yep. Sons of Horus and Imperial Fists are getting some love in it. Siege, the Siege of Sithonia. Yeah. Right. And yeah, Siege of Sithonia. They're coming yep. out with Zone Mortalis rules and then allegedly a match play six new mission for like the core missions. Um, I don't know. I laughed when I saw that because I was like, I don't. I don't think it means what we th- what we think it means. Uh, so that was kind of an interesting thing to see. And then the tank commanders. That was pretty sweet. I actually, I actually didn't mind seeing those guys on a on a Thursday release. Uh, basically, they can be your tank commanders. They can have some special reactions with uh, defense weapons, pintle mounted weapons, being able to fire twice or fire the twice the amount of shots, which is kind of cool. Uh, Definitely like that he's modeled with an assault cannon and he's Imperial Fist specific, which I know was also a bit of a point of contention, but Legions to Kurian, I think they're called. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'll eventually I gotta grab another screen so I can look at shit secretly like you are. I know you are. I can see it. (laughs) Um um, Yeah, one of them kinda looks like Arnold with the uh mechanical arm with the big Gatling gun with the assault gun it's too good pretty too cool good yeah looks really good it looks really good um and of course they kind of did a re-release of the dreadnought uh contempt of dreadnought chests uh which is just a rehash of of what they've already had in the past yeah um so there's that uh what else we got here oh yeah the librarian console Librarian Miniature. console did drop, and hmm. it's nice. I don't mind it, but it does it does feel a little bit plain um, to me. I know a lot of people have echoed the the same phrase over and over that it matches the, you know the generic Praetor kind of look. Uh, you can use it kind of ambiguously for any legion, and then because yeah. it was painted up in Imperial Fist colors, they're like, you know, this isn't canon, this isn't fluff. Dorn locked them up. Like, what's going on? And it is what it is. It's just, hey, you know what? It looked the paint job looks cool, but I'm gonna say this: that Terminator Librarian that 40k is getting for 10th. You can't even tell me that 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 model does not kick the shit out of that Librarian. That Terminator model is insane, yeah. insane. I like, mean, paint job, paint job is helping sell that too. I think. Um, yes. But the runes carved into the armor, that kind of stuff, like, wow, like that. I honestly, that kit is amazing. I'm not a fan I of think the it's bearded the s- dude, but I wonder if it's the same guy who painted this one though, because the blues look very similar. Yeah, the blues My- look similar, and like the 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 glowing parts. But it could be a different artist who did it too. I'm not sure, but like looking at looking at this librarian console. At how generic he actually is. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna grab one for the for the uh, thousand suns for sure. But he's getting different parts. Yeah, straight up. Like I can already, I'm already looking at parts that okay, I can put a scarab on there. I can do this. I can do that. Right. So that's essentially what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I think maybe, maybe if he did, if it was painted up in a different color in a different legion, that actually. Let's say they let's say they did salamanders with this guy. I think that would have made a a, a better look to featuring this miniature. Mm-hmm. But 
that's just me, right? So, nonetheless, um, it's great that they are coming out and releasing these consoles that they they don't really have a miniature for. Yeah. Um, of course, you know the Heresy players—they're all about really converting. So, um, if only it most... was in plastic. Yeah, that's that's, that's the only that's the biggest thing that kind of turns me off about that model is being in resin. I just I really want more plastic um, HQs, more plastic kits to be able to convert and have fun with. I don't want to spend a lot of cash having to ship one model over and just I, I don't like dealing with that. Um, yeah, especially at this point in the game, I don't know. I just plastic for me just is a lot nicer to work with. Uh, oh, 100%. A, lot more, a lot more accessibility as well. So that's that's kind of the nice thing. Um, 100%. Speaking of, of paint, though, uh, have you seen the Photoshop version of that Terminator Librarian? People have uh, kind of Photoshopped um, to tweak no, the armor. Actually. They've tweaked the armor to red, like a word bearer is red. And they've made okay. all the glowing green. And it looks, it looks like a word bearer's Terminator, like, Librarian, hmm. it looks pretty legit. Do a little arm swap, just drop that wrist-mounted bolter, and fuck, man, that thing would look super cool. I'll have to check it out. Super yeah. cool, yeah. Been looking at some pictures, and I was like, oh, that's definitely neat. Definitely neat. So I, I do like, um, I do like how they, because of the Terminator, you know, the the um, terminators that they have redone and releasing. And then now this, like, yeah, and then like the this this Terminator library now. It feels like the Marines or or forty Ks now at that stage of like the AOS treatment. Yeah, where yes, they came out with a whole bunch of really nice miniatures and and whatnot uh, originally, but now they're just they're getting more refined with it and they're getting better. Again, um, so you know, besides those marines with those super soakers, but uh, that's a different story. Um, but the, these marines, these terminators, the kits like they, they're just they just continuously get better and better. Oh, so you know, can't uh, wait to see what else they come with, you know, throughout the year and, and of course, throughout the years, I should say. Uh, it's just it's the, it's, it's the place to be for, for miniatures, right? Like, And they got some really nice looking ones and, and lots. If you're not a Marine fan, well, you know, there's other stuff out there too. So There's always... But exactly. um, what else did they have here for for heresy? Um, the Weekender. The, Warhammer Fest is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre-orders they did, uh, was it the Sakaran? Um, Sakaran Venatar and the uh, Cerberus. Yeah, up for so. pre-order. So most places were capped, I think, with one, one to three, um, mm. which is fine. I, I I really do like the look of uh, of the Cerberus and the Typhon as well. I think those tanks are pretty legit. Um, I own I own a shit ton. I don't have a I don't have a Cerberus or a Typhon yet, but uh, I could picture maybe the Typhon in one of my armies almost feels wrong not to have one in your Iron Warriors mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. pretty well designed yeah. the fucking tank so 
Nice. So yeah, just, no, they look good. They look good. Little things like that. Uh, one of the big ones. So also today, um, today they just dropped the militia rules. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a lot of time to kind of go through and digest. I've kind of just been browsing, scrolling past a couple pages. Um, seems to be some like really high excitement with some things and kind of uh, like a little bit of a mixed feel on others. Uh, one thing I, of note that I did notice was the Bane Blade was only 400 points um, compared to a lot of the Legion stuff, which is obviously double almost in some aspects. Uh, so that, that's interesting. I'm trying to see if maybe there's going to be an errata or an FAQ of update of some sort coming out for the uh, PDFs. Maybe. I don't know. That might be wishful thinking. So that's something I'd like to see. Uh, other than that, a lot of the stuff, it's still got the Build-A-Bear uh, kind of qualities where you can use a bunch yep. of different provenances. Uh, but some of the general, like, general army-wide rules are kind of meh, good, not... A couple of um, uh, different unit subtypes. Um, you know, between, like, me, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but uh, militia unit and the third line and mechanized. So, um, a couple of them seem pretty harsh. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, definitely give those a good read, especially if yeah. you do have one of these existing armies. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, the rights of wars are a little, the first one I, I read was a little tricky. So yeah. cavalry though, cavalry are, do exist a lot of, mm-hmm. you're going to see an echo of a lot of the, um, Imperial guard kind of weapons like field guns and everything as well. They also have all their tanks and, uh, heresy era specific stuff too. Um, I can see a little bit of the influence wanting to push those Cadian, uh, kits, which right, rightly so. If you look at the artwork from some of those books, um, Lost in the Dam, to give the best example, they're Cadian, almost mix of Steel Legion kind of respirator on them, but that's Cadian stuff. Like, that's it's nice. And having some of the newest, nicest looking kits, obviously, uh, I'm happy to see that they're supporting that. So it's nice to. Oh, uh, for sure. Nice to see the line refreshed a little bit. Uh, I was never a fan of the actual Solar Ox models myself. Like, it just, I wanted more, a little bit more variety or customization kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not the only one, but for sure, I foresee um, a lot of 3D prints. Yeah. For, for this army, right? Customized stuff. Uh, just just the way that the army, like you said, is a Build-A-Bear. Yeah. I mean, it's like the perfect opportunity for people who want to get those prints or different looking armies or different looking miniatures that like this is it. This is really the army for you to do that with, right? You know, like I was thinking of a Talaran uh, army myself. Um, so kind of don't really want to try to scrounge up all the old pewter ones rather go out and get something else that's out there so um yeah because i don't i don't see don't see them really doing a whole line for this right it seems like uh with heresy it's strictly going to be just the marines for now and then 
a lot of the specialized stuff, maybe Mechanicum down the road. I mean, uh, um, the Golden Boys there have their plastic kits mainly already, so. But for the Militia, it's definitely going to be custom stuff for sure. Lots of troops. Yeah. And big cannons. So. But yeah, we, uh, we'll have to... We'll have to kind of look into this this army a bit more down the road here. Yeah, bear bear with us. Um, right, we're we're pretty much recording prior to the drop of the episode, mm-hmm. just because obviously weekend was insane. Um, just trying to you know come down from all the action, and now we're now we're here, which we, it's been good. Oh, you know what I uh, forgot to bring up too is they snuck in an Adeptus Titanicus campaign compendium on Saturday. They snuck, oh really? Yeah, they snuck a, a, a book coming out, which is essentially is going to be oh. from what I've gathered, all the campaign stuff from all those books that you probably didn't buy or maybe you did. I, I was I was that guy. I bought them all. Um, they're them, all yeah. slammed in there. Uh, they're also going to re- end up dropping um, Ryza stratagem cards, uh, a revamp of some strats, and then how to run your own, like make your own legio. And then for Corrupted Knights. So they have some stuff kind of coming out, which is going to be nice. They also showed um, the, what is it word I'm looking for? The Conversion Beamer weapons as well. Oh, okay. They're going to be on pre-order coming soon with that. So it's uh, it's going to be good. Okay. There's 27 narrative missions all in all through this uh, campaign compendium. So nice. Yeah, it's, it's fat. It's a 244-page compilation of everything so I'll, I'll still buy it just i'm a sucker i want it all so make sure i've got it but yeah that, they kind of snuck that in which is interesting to see so switching it up which is nice i i'm I, I won't complain about more content and more stuff coming out for heresy or the sub games um and then there's still rumors floating around about epic they kind of released yeah. uh contents box which might be wishful thinking 37 squads of marines sounds like bullshit but we'll see uh if they did release it similar to adeptus titanicus the horus heresy box where you got enough for two forces so everybody basically you know got their reaver warhound and knights that might not be a bad way to kick off this game if it does come out you know is that going to connect Adeptus Titanicus and Aeronautica? I really hope so. I think it'd be just silly not to at that point. Give me some Battlefleet Gothic and uh, that's it. That's all we really need for games, I think. That might really scratch the itch for almost all your styles of play <laughs> in that particular setting anyways. Yeah, it's uh, it's really giving me, and this is coming from the bolt action side of things, it's really giving me the combined arms feel. Absolutely. Uh, where this would be the ultimate and the greatest thing for doing like a campaign, if you would want an in-depth campaign where you can incorporate all of it into it. Um, which is the main focus, which which would be to have games, of course, right? But yeah, it's if they bring out these other systems and it's in the heresy format. Oof, there's going to be some choices that has to be made. <laughs> I 
I feel it, man. Honestly. I feel it. <laughs> right? Because, like, that's where you're, you're going to be able to have those mass heresy battles with the mass amount of Marines on the table, you know, um, and, and tanks and everything else. But, like, it's all there the front in front of you and you're just yeah. pushing across the board essentially um but that plus like you said if if you know battlefleet gothic is a thing that's gonna be interesting god i hope lots of thing between that between those two and regular heresy and you also have uh you know uh titanicus like a lot of new miniatures yeah Right, a lot of new kits, a lot of cool gameplay and stuff like that. That that'd be really, really exciting times for Heresy. Oh, not to mention that's right? that's just the surface. You can start going into the uh, arcology, jumping into zone, and mm -hmm. like using all those boarding action kits that have been coming out uh, for the terrain into darkness terrain. Like, there's no limit to what you could honestly do with that. You could really yeah. have a one-stop sh like shop, and like that's the dream. That's the real pipe dream is having an event that you can incorporate all that shit. Yeah, I, I want to have a, a a spot with sixteen tables where I've got four of this and five of that and three of that. Like I want all these different styles of games all incorporated into the event for like something really special. You know, we had um, we had the guys from World War Games that came down. Uh, before Vegas there on the podcast talking about um, I think it was Jay who had he was talking about he had an event where he had all three systems being played and um, each day you were able to play a different system like that'd be some, a kind of an idea that you can be able to do that with, with these systems as well right Yeah. you know um, something like that would be interesting to do to, to try out at some point or even have a team you know and it, you have the team playing the games and like okay you guys are playing like you're playing regular 30k and your teammate is playing this and your teammate other teammate is playing this and it all kind of incorporates into the results of whatever faction you're you're with and on the table or or in the sector you know kind of thing so stuff like that would be pretty cool to, to come up with and try out absolutely so, again the dream i can just i can just picture my imperial fist taking over a ship and crashing mm -hmm. onto the planet that ben's iron warriors are on and ezra you're <laughs> iron warriors too you just can join you just can join the crew and you know what gary you too get there out, was a lot of and iron jordan. warriors and jordan there's a lot fuckers. of you you know that there was like, four of them uh at that event on the weekend it's like Dark Angels and Iron Warriors. What's yeah. up? Yeah. What's up? Right. Like Iron and, Warriors. And the nice thing, see, they're like fucking awesome. Yeah, they're they're quite uh, commonplace. I think in Heresy for sure. Very cool trade religion. So. <laughs> and Dark Angels are just a less cool trade religion. Yes, sir. <laughs> I said it. No, but pretty good. Lots of fun to be had in the future. I'd say. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of chit chats and whatnot about things to come and uh, events. Well, we're always plotting and planning, I guess you can say, about what's next, what we're going to do, 
how can we incorporate it um so uh speaking of like kind of like little events and stuff even locally um so what next we got what titanicus build up we got so yeah locally now essentially we're kind of on a break until july and that is when our titanicus slow grow slash desperation campaign is going to start Hmm. um i'm going to be trying to develop and just fine-tune some of the mechanics and some of the way that the rewards work um maybe change up some of the point allotments for the planetary empire tiles themselves and we'll we'll roll into that the nice the nice thing about the slow grow and i've had a few different people um coming out of the woodwork asking me about it the slow grow is meant to be almost identical to the same way structure wise that we ran um the heresy slow grow uh the only difference is is uh prince dan is going to be uh taking the lead on it and he's doing his homework we're making sure that the point increases make sense so you can actually run proper maniples and let's uh all the players have kind of a full reign to play how they want to play i don't want to pigeon-toe anybody into something that you know i want to play with warlords it's like well you can only play with warhounds for the first like four games well, that sucks all right right like so he, he's he's uh, fine-tuning that we're gonna get it all ready so you can drop a pack um essentially but That'll go as you learn to play Titanicus, your games will also count towards the campaign. So there's no right or wrong thing. We're just all trying to have fun and play. This just adds a little 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 bit of an extra, you know, garnish on actually learning how to play a new system. And and the biggest, most important thing is continuing to grow and nurture that local community. Um building up your own player base that you can have here is one of the most important things you can do. Um, it's, it's what helps your community thrive essentially. And if you've ran leagues or games days or meetups or whatever you want to call it, you know that it is a very, it can be a very stressful job. Sometimes, uh, coordinating, you know, 10 plus people can be stressful um, and it can also be a thankless spot too, just because there is a lot of off the clock hours, we'll call them, put into trying to keep things keep things going, keep things fresh too, right? You don't want it to be like, and here's another thing. Like if the guys who are running it aren't pumped as fuck, it's gonna it's just <laughs> not the way, right? So you really wanna kick it off with a bang and you wanna keep that momentum high, uh, which I think the slow grow format has a really good way of doing um obviously you got to know know your audience and you got to know when to kind of clamp it down i wouldn't run something for like two years not with a huge group uh, but this is from july till mid-december which there's also a thought process to that is mid-december it's cold and shitty out most people aren't going to be wanting traveling all the time also people are ramping up for holidays uh, it's a nice time to stop, end it. It's also New Year's. And then come New Year, you usually get some rapid-fire events. you got LVO, you've got Adepticon, you've got other uh, events that might be popping up as well. So it's nice to have a break so people can prep for those. And it also ensures the most success with a slow grow that you're running. And it has a finite end so people know exactly how many games they can commit to. 
Um, the plan is for one game every two weeks for six weeks for a total of three games per phase. So that campaign and the slow grow will be like 12 games, um, mm. which is a little bit accelerated from our slow grow and heresy, which we did uh, four. But I felt based on some feedback and the way keeps it moving at a pace good enough where if you showed up for one or two of your games, you know, you know how to play at a thousand points, you know, that shit. Okay. Next. Right. Um, you still got six weeks to paint something and six weeks to paint a warlord or two warhounds is, is very manageable. Um, cause you can chip away at it every day. You know, uh, time management is definitely a thing when you're in a slow grow. And if you can dedicate even 20 minutes to half an hour to yourself doing your hobby, you're, you're winning. You can easily get your stuff done. Um, and I, I speak on that just on like my own personal experience. Um, I chip away a little bit at a time every day, which makes it a little easier to do. I try to usually get my building done for weekends because weekends are for painting. Yeah. Weekends when you want to whip out the airbrush, right? Yeah, I kind of do that same thing. Weekends, definitely. Wake up in the morning, you know, have that cup of coffee with you and just go to town. You know, if you can, right? Go to town and hopefully don't dump your airbrush paint into it. Yeah, no. No. If you do, you got to drink it all. That's the price you pay. You won't do that again. Nope. So... I've been fortunate enough not to uh, dump paint, but uh, I have uh, recently, in the last I think two months, dumped dumped accelerant. Oh, is even worse. Yeah, so, no doubt. Yeah, carcinogen so. to the max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not fun. No, but that's not a fun story. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to start kind of uh, also talking about a little bit as we kind of start to wrap up here was uh, I do appreciate all the questions that you guys submit to us on the um, Facebook Messenger or even on the Instagram uh, DMs. Awesome to hear from you. I, I, I love hearing from uh, everybody. Recently heard from uh, both the uh, patrons asking them some questions. They came up with feedback. Frederick recently just played in a big bolt action event, which was really, really cool to uh, hear. Um, it's just nice to it's nice to connect with you guys and that, that's for everybody. We, we just, I love hearing all the questions and um, different kind of ideas that you have with your armies, which is great. It's just uh, a lot of fun to kind of dive in and, you know, uh, read everything and then reply. And if you want more of a question and answer period on the podcast, we might actually start doing that too. Cause there's a lot of chatter on, on the actual pages and it's nice to be able to address them in a live setting. So, uh, if you do have questions, definitely let us know. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a Q and a little, uh, segment on there for you. Cause I, yeah, I think that's pretty sweet. So good. Be good. So, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, paint parties, you know, still trying to look at doing that and po- with the possibility of uh, trying to maybe incorporate the paint parties into uh, maybe just a recording for the YouTube peeps. 
just okay. so I can kind yeah. of shoot the shit. You know, it's always like you got a paint party to follow along with. And kind of just, you know, some people just like to sit and listen and paint their stuff. Other people like to engage in the conversation. And, um, you know, if you got something you can actually connect with and listen to, it, if that helps, that's, hey, that's awesome. And you also get to kind of listen to some general banter. Uh, you know, some people like to paint the podcasts. I like to kind of do both. It all depends. So yep. just a couple of different things we're looking at uh, trying and adding on. So should be good i guess in a little bit of a reverse order uh, monty what's next what's next for your hobby journey what's the plan oh what's the plan oh so, because hmm. there was a, there was a lot of um i don't want to say baggage but there was a lot of shit coming like you had to carry we had to get a lot of shit ready for the event it was a lot of yeah. prepping planning hey edit this do this do that now we're at a point where it's over until later mm-hmm. what's your plans yeah so what are your plans now what are you going to work on uh so kind of try to knock out some of the earlier goals um right now i've got two units for for my uh german bolt action army for my slow grow for for uh bolt action yep so essentially it's um, an 88 cannon and a Panzer III that I got to get done. But at the same time, my plan is to do those and also record another painting video on them to, to incorporate that with the, the last painting video I did with the, uh, the DAC to yep. show how the army actually has come all together. Because um, I do want to try the chipping and the scratching surfaces and stuff like that. Like you've seen Bill do a lot of it. Um, I think these are two good units that I can try doing that with. So there's that. Uh, of course, as I mentioned before, finishing up the white scars, um, getting them to that point of readiness for the next event. Um, so that will be a ongoing project. Um, but there's been a couple things on, on the brain. Um, there's terrain. Again, uh, the micro art studios that package I got, I still got to get that going and film a review on that um, and get those assembled. I did assemble one and it's pretty sharp. Uh, it's a pretty nice, nice kit. But other than that, it's like either another bolt action army to start up, which would be an, an ally force because I've been playing Germans for the last, I don't know how long. Um, I also looked at another, uh, thought about another heresy army to start up, but I think that's just kind of, it's kind of an idea right now. Um, thinking about a tank army, just because of all the stuff that's coming out. Um, there's that. And then, of course, uh, there's always plans in my head for like another bolt action event, you know, maybe a community event. Uh, and even trying to build up some terrain to start getting the D-Day stuff ready and going. Plus getting games in with Jason with our little uh, scenarios that we do as well. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And then there's, I mean, there's always other games that are kind of in the background too. Um, with a couple new, uh, uh, new release coming out later this year. But uh, that's for a different system. Um, so... Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, I guess. It's just trying to make that list again and knock out those 
you know, my objectives of, okay, complete that, complete that, you know, and then also at the same time trying to start up another one. So usually it's a paint process and a build process, right? I feel it, man. And then uh, just continue playing, honestly. Continue playing, uh, continue doing some more, obviously more episodes. Um, oh, biggest thing, one of the bigger things too, which I can't believe I almost forgot, is the resurgence of getting back into 40k when uh, 10th drops. So that will be a, a big um, goal and or project slash um, achievement, I guess I could say. <laughs> Uh, it's been a while since uh, I've played 40k. Bill knows this. Yeah. Um, tried and just kind of floundered off, and nothing really happened with it for myself. That is because I never really gave it the time. Um, but this time, I want to. I want to get a little bit more involved with with the 40k and uh, get some games in, get reps get in, and get the get the games going right. I mean, I have. I have a fully painted army that's ready to go. Just need to kind of look at the uh, the game itself when it comes out, the rules, pick it up, and start uh, figuring out and playing. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of experienced players and knowledgeable players that have been playing 40k for the last how many editions, right? So with a new edition around the corner, I think I think a lot of people have starting getting a little bit more interested in it. So. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Either by bringing out my demons and giving them a test run, or uh, you know, decide to start up a new army. Very fair. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. So yeah, lots on the go, right? Always, you know. And uh, that's the stuff we just kind of show and mention to you, right? There's other stuff yeah. happening too, but uh, oh, there's there's always something in the background. Yeah. With the fact we we talk about Necromunda as well at times, and it's like yeah, we do. Get we gotta get to that too, you know. Like <laughs> it's it's on the list, man. It's been on the list for two years. I won't lie. No, but eventually we'll have a Necromunda table and a Mortalis table, which would be cool, and a boarding action table. Yeah, exactly. It's all the same shit. So which could be incorporated into events, which would be super cool. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is we talked about this before as well. I know I'm ranting here, but specific terrain, like specific tables, you know, um, just picture a scene out of one of the books and like try to build it. Yeah. You know, that would be, that would be something that I would be super kind of like pumped to work on. It's just, uh, I like doing that kind of shit. So. Absolutely. Might be down there. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And I know you, uh, you've you expressed your... Well, and you've been playing 40K for the last little bit as well. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, as far as things go, like what's next for me is... Uh, I do intend on getting a lot of the um, Imperial Fist backlog stuff built. Just so when it is time to paint, I can paint. Um, so Indominus uh, Terminators uh, that I got printed by uh, my friend Chris 
Oh, and and uh, Dorn will be probably one of the big uh, batches of stuff that I do build. Uh, they're so chunky, massive. Like those Terminators look so good uh, as like a true scale. And obviously scaled up beside a Primark and makes them look even better. Uh, so that's kind of my main, main, main concern. Um, also going through a ton of stuff that we got from Battle Bling uh, for Titanicus right. and Heresy and just Marines and bits and just like crazy looking upgrades. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So keep an eye out on the socials. I'm going to share a lot of stuff on there that we're unpacking slowly because uh, there's a lot. And uh, you'll see some uh, some interesting pictures and some really unique looking upgrades coming down the pipe. That, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, until you actually see the pictures so but yeah nice. as, as far as as far as that goes is yeah just kind of get the rest of the backlog done which is almost it's almost all there um i've got you know a sicarian a spartan a proteus a dread and then dorn and his squad that's pretty much it that's all i've got left for the fists uh which is nice i i want to get it to that point where i can have it fully painted and done and then i can kind of just pull like, as you see my Iron Warriors here in the background, I can pull a massive army anytime I need. Um, I enjoy being able to play both sides here, uh, Loyalists or Traders, which is nice. Uh, you can even up events or just local gaming, uh, which is always good. So that's uh, kind of the main. And then I'll definitely be looking at uh, 10th edition when it drops. Uh, so mm -hmm. slowly starting to build Drakari as well. Um let me tell you, it's no, it's no power armor. Uh, so building these little Jakari models is bullshit. Uh, my hands hurt. And the sooner <laughs> I can get my kids um, building them models for me, just the way I need them to build it, all mold lines cleaned, of course, uh, the better. Because I just, they're small and fiddly little pieces. So I was really missing my Marines. There's a, there's a reason Bill didn't play those type of armies. Yeah, I just, I just can't. Yeah, orcs or marines that's it yeah nothing else yeah I was, and i dig that i can dig that um so we'll see it's one of those yeah. one of those things so nice. one of those things but uh yeah that's probably just that's about it for for this episode uh good blast and some heresy stuff upcoming and just recent events so it's always good to kind of share that stuff with you guys and put it on the socials more pictures obviously will be coming from the event as well and uh yeah, we definitely uh, appreciate you guys listening. So if you want to um, like, share, subscribe, you know, show, throw us a share on uh, Facebook. Even, you know, uh, recommend it to one of your other heresy or hobby friends. And if you do want to support the channel, you can always jump onto our Patreon and uh, check that out. We only got one tier, which is basically kind of support us hang out we'll talk with you kind of ask questions just to kind of want to get to know you for you and uh yeah it's uh it's all good stuff it all goes directly to keeping um the channel as vibrant as we can as we can and fresh and then using anything that we actually do get uh to projects or equipment or anything we can to just make it better for you at home listening so uh yeah appreciate it and we'll definitely catch you next time. Hey, guys.